You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. I'm so glad that you took a few minutes to be here. I want to encourage you as you abide in Christ throughout today, like as you find time to be in the scriptures and to hear the voice of God, as you find time to pray and be a part of the mission of God, I just want to bless you in that, and I hope that you will be faithful, that you will delight in the Lord, and that our church family will make a huge impact all over the Pine Belt, all over the world, starting today, uh, because you are the body and the bride of Jesus Christ. We've been talking about community, about what it is for the church to be made up of all these different people, about why God's done it this way, and about what our church family at Carterville is really like. Who is it that we are? Well, today I want to talk about spiritual gifts. We've been reading Romans chapter 12 through 14, and I talked about spiritual gifts a little bit last Monday, but what I want to do today is I want to step out of Romans for a few minutes, and I want to share with you what I think is one of the most helpful scripture passages on spiritual gifts, and this particular verse, just one verse, it comes from the book of 1 Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul finds himself writing to the Corinthian church about spiritual gifts for three chapters, for chapter 12, for chapter 13, and for chapter 14. He's got a ton to say about it there, but the verse that I want you to hear today is verse 7. And Paul says this, to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So that's a verse of, about spiritual gifts. To me, it is my definition of what a spiritual gift is. Um, it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's the manifestation of the Spirit that's given for the common good. So there's a few things in that verse that I want to unpack for you. I want to talk about who has spiritual gifts. I want to talk about what are the spiritual gifts. I'd like to talk about how many spiritual gifts are there? And I also want to talk about um, what are you supposed to do with your gift? So let's just take a few minutes to run through this one verse to unpack a few beautiful spiritual truths that I hope will help you follow Jesus well. All right, so who has the spiritual gifts? Well, it seems to me in every New Testament passage that addresses them, and especially in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given. So it seems that every single believer has spiritual gifts. That means if you are in Jesus Christ, if you've repented from your sins, if you've asked for adoption into the family of God, if you are sealed in His Holy Spirit, then you have spiritual gifts. And that makes sense to me if you'll stop and think about it. Because spiritual gifts, you know, it's not something that you're going to go to the store and pick out. You know, it's not something that you're going to, you know, uh, tell God, hey, this is what I want. Instead, these are ways that God makes Himself known to the world through you. These are ways that God blesses the world through you, that He stays active in His mission through you. So spiritual gifts are a part of the life of every believer. So the second step, you know, well, what are they? What are the spiritual gifts? You know, and this is a really this this is my favorite verse about spiritual gifts because it answers that question in a powerful way. The spiritual gifts are the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. In other words, a spiritual gift is a way that God makes Himself present in the life of a believer to minister to the world. We are a kingdom of priests, and the spiritual gifts, they are ways that God makes Himself more tangible, touchable, real, active in the world through the hands and the feet and heart of Christian people. They are a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. 
Well, that brings me to a question. You know, if if that's what they are, well, then how many gifts are there? How many spiritual gifts? So in Romans, we read about prophecy and serving and teaching and encouraging. We read about giving and leading and showing mercy. If we opened up our Bible a little farther and looked in 1 Corinthians 12 through 14, we'd we'd add several other things to the list. We would add faith and hope and love. We would add wisdom. We would add knowledge or the message of knowledge. We would add miracles of healing. Uh, signs and wonders, discernment, the gift of speaking in tongues, the gift of interpreting tongues. And so you you add these lists together and look about in other places in the Bible and see what the Holy Spirit's done. And you can you know, create a list if you want to about all the different gifts. And in fact, we sort of do that. Um, we have these spiritual gifts inventories that we give people. Sometimes new Christians or new church members will take a spiritual gift inventory. And I think it's a great way to get your brain moving in the right direction. But I also think they're a little misleading because here's what you find. On those gifts inventories, you, know, you have all these gifts that we find in the New Testament and throughout the scriptures from the movement of the Holy Spirit. And we'll list them and we basically ask a believer, you know, well, you know, do you do this or do you do that? Do you prefer to do this or do you prefer to do that? At the end of the inventory, you know, we, we tell the believer, okay, so it looks, looks like your spiritual gift profile means you have these two spiritual gifts or these three or this one or whatever. Well, the reason I think that's a little bit misleading is because I don't think any of those lists the, that Paul gave or that anybody else made um, or any list that we would manufacture, I don't think those lists are comprehensive. I don't think those lists entail all the ways that the Holy Spirit gifts believers. And I think they probably uh, demonstrate the most common ones. You know, that's why that's why Paul would have written them down that way. That's why we would think, to think of them so quickly. But what I want you to hear is that I don't think there's a limit on the spiritual gifts. I don't think there's 12 of them or 15 of them or 20 of them. I, don't th- I think that if you took Romans and 1 Corinthians, I don't think you've gotten near the extent of the list. And here's why. Because the spiritual gifts are the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. How many different ways could God manifest himself among his people? How many gifts does God have? Like in this, in this eternal, infinite God, this all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present God, how many different gifts does he possess himself? And so if he's going to manifest himself in his church, if his spirit is going to be manifested in believers, especially through the use of these spiritual gifts, well, what would be the limit of the ways that God could manifest himself in a, in a church? And to me, the limit would be, well, how, however many gifts God has would be your limit. And, and I am unwilling to put a limit on that or even to guess at one. So for me... I think the spiritual gifts inventories and the spiritual gifts lists that we create, uh, they're great ways to start thinking, but they don't scratch the surface. And the reason they don't is because if a spiritual gift is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit for the common good, well, then there are more gifts in the church than we'd ever be aware of. So the next question that we might ask is, you know, how, um, yeah, how do we use them? What are they, what are they for? 
And the answer to that is also in 1 Corinthians 12, where it says that to each the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I think this is important because that God gave us spiritual gifts not so that we could use them to gain status or prestige in our communities, not to build our reputations, or not so we could distinguish you know, um, positions in the church, but God gave the spiritual gifts for the common good. We read in Romans that we belong to each other. The whole point of what God's doing is that he's building a family for himself for his glory. As he redeems the cosmos, he's raising up sons and daughters who are his family to help in the redeeming work. We are his bride. We are his body. We are in this together. We belong to each other. And it's no surprise to me that he has gifted us by making himself manifest among us. And those gifts are intended to be used for the whole body that our spiritual gifts are supposed to be used for the common good. In other words, whatever gifts God gave you, He gave them to you, not just so that you could enjoy them, but so that you could use them. So I want to ask you now, would you step into the hard work of following the Holy Spirit to discover how He's gifted you? And, And I want to ask you, would you use those gifts for the good of the whole church? I say that it's a hard work. Because we want an easy answer. We'd like to submit an online survey and get an email that tells us what our spiritual gifts are and how we should use them. But that's not what it looks like to follow God's Spirit, is it? It looks like daily obedience, daily surrender. It looks like us loving each other. And so I want to ask you today, would you love your neighbor well? Would you love your church family well? And would you learn to use your spiritual gift? So if your gifts have been sitting on the shelf, I'm asking you, would you dust them off and start to use them? Don't wait on an invitation. Start today to use those gifts of love and faith, of encouragement, of prophecy, of wisdom. I want to ask you to start using those gifts of hospitality and service and kindness and mercy and grace. And let's... Let's be a part of what God's doing. So today's uh, podcast really featured 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, one of my favorite verses about spiritual gifts. Thanks for tuning in. Have a faithful weekend.